Some of you look a little confused. Uh, I asked Father Dash, I'm grateful for him to come. That, <clears throat> so I, I'm leaving. I was supposed to leave after this Mass, but Delta moved my flight up without my permission, which they do all the time now. And so I can't make it in time. But I wanted to preach because what I'm going to say this Sunday affects what happens next Sunday. So I'm going to try to get out of here in under 12 minutes and, and then make it to my flight if all goes well. So thank you for helping out, Father Dash. Also, too, to Henry and Cindy, thank or uh, happy anniversary, 50 years. Clap for them, huh? In our day and age, that is not common phenomena, and uh, it's just it's it's a huge witness to what love is. And it reminds me of a, a, a story I often tell at weddings. That it's about a man and woman, they were married 65 years, and I, I said to him, I said, because whenever I find people who are mar- happily married, I ask them how they did it, you know, like, what's the trick, and I asked this guy, I said, how do you do it, he's like, oh, it's, it's simple, he's like, the man makes all the big decisions, the woman makes all the little decisions, and then that's what's worked for us, and I'm like, wow, really, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, 65 years, I haven't had to make one big decision yet. <laughs> And then he, but he turned, he looked at me and he said, he's like, actually, Father, it's a ton of self-sacrifice. There's so much death to self in, in marriage because that is death to self. Like, that's our model, right? That's how we live. And today we celebrate Trinity Sunday. And, you know, Trinity Sunday has often been titled the, the preacher's nightmare because it's the greatest mystery that's ever been revealed to mankind. Like, how do you even begin to talk about it when we, the only thing we know is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay, I could leave now. But the thing that kept coming to me as I was praying about it is the word worship. It was just worship, 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 worship. Those words just kept coming to me over and over and over. And we believe God is a trinity of persons, right? And that he's God, so then we offer him worship. God, God, we honor God and glorify God by giving him worship. Because here's the deal. I don't know if you know this, but all of you here are going to worship something. We are made for worship. We are made for the spiritual life. You might, you might worship God. You might worship the devil. You might worship yourself. You might worship hockey. You might worship golf. You might worship, I don't know. But you're going to worship something. And God the Son, Jesus himself, gave us a way to worship the Trinity. What is it? Holy Mass, thank you. The Mass, right? This is important that you guys understand. The Mass is not about inspiring you. The Mass is not about uplifting you. The Mass is not about educating you, and it sure as heck isn't about entertaining you. It can be these, but at its core, the Mass is about worship. And worship is concerned with who? God. Not you. And if it becomes about you, you're not worshiping God. I think most people come to Mass and expect to get something. I don't know if you know this, but you're giving a sacrifice with me. And I don't think people understand that. I often ask people, I'm like, that have stopped going to Mass, I'm like, why did you stop going to Mass? And they're like, I just don't really get anything out of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Well, it's not about you. It's about God. We have gotten so selfish as a culture that we have even made the mass about us. This is why I hate churches that are built in circles. <clears throat> you ever seen these? They, like, I have to look at you. 
All masks. I don't want to look at you. No offense. Like, I just don't want to look at you. I want to focus on what's going on, which is sacrifice and worship. God has told us how to worship him. But we get bored with it. And then we make it about ourselves and we go somewhere else so we can be entertained. God, I know that you've told me how to worship. I know you've given me a way, but it's, I got hockey this weekend. God, I know that you want me to worship you in a particular way, but I got to go to the lake. God, I know that you want me to worship you in a particular way, but it's dear opener. You have to understand that. If you don't go to mass, who do you love? Because the best of whatever you got, you give to what you love. And love demands sacrifice. Either you believe that truth or you don't. And here's the beauty of the Mass. It's a sacrifice. And it does, the sacrifice does two things. And here's, you ready for this? You know the two things it does. You don't look like you know the two things it does. You do, I guarantee it. Because the two things that it does, you say in the Mass. Okay, I'm going to prove it to you, if you're any good at this. Okay, 4 p.m. was awful. 8.30 was strong. Let's see if 10.30 can do it. Because there's a point when I say to you from the altar, I say, pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Father Almighty. The two things that it does, that was impressive. I'm impressed, well done. The two things that it does is it gives honor and worship and glory to God, this sacrifice, and it saves the world. And I think one of the main reasons that we just don't understand this, it's not the only reason, we've got a lot of bad catechesis, but one of the main reasons we don't understand this is how we have set up churches, how we've arranged churches in the modern day and age. This is part of the reason the choir loft, the choir is moving to the choir loft. Have you ever thought... You ever thought about this? Why is the choir loft called the choir loft? <laughs> because the choir goes in the choir loft. You know, that's just simple, but you know what we call this up here? Anybody know what we call this area of the church? Sanctuary. See how smart my parishioners are? That's not me. They just that good. This is the sanctuary. It comes from the word sanctus. Sanctus means to be set apart. Do you notice how this part of the church is different from that part of the church? It's very different. We've got an altar, we got stone, you got carpet. We don't really have pews, we have chairs, you get pews. It's all the arts up here. Everything's focused up here. It's moving you from there to here. To the center of worship, which is what? The Eucharist in the tabernacle. Here's the problem. Most people don't come to Mass to offer a sacrifice. Most people come to Mass to participate in a performance, more or less. You watch me perform. Because I'm facing you. You watch everything I do. And as good looking as I am and as intelligent as I am, I'm, I'm just not that entertaining. So I can see why you would get bored. It's not a concert. But we used to celebrate Mass differently. We used to celebrate Mass in what we called Ad Orientum. Does anybody know what that means? Shh. <laughs> he faces, correct. Ad Orientum means to the east. Because churches used to be facing the east. Why? So when we prayed, we were praying to the rising sun, right? The, the sun, 
Jesus rose in the morning, the sun rises, S-U-N, the sun rose, S-O-N. So we would face that way together in our worship. And a lot of people kind of, they might take it a little bit worse than you did. They'd say, oh, that's when the priest turned his back on us. And that would be wrong. That would be wrong. The correct way to look at it is that the priest is actually leading the worship by offering the sacrifice on behalf of the people to the Father. It's a movement from you through me in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit, to the Father. It's one movement. When the priest lifts up the Eucharist, he's not doing it and ignoring you when his back is to you. We are facing the same way, offering the same sacrifice. And this just isn't me making me like, ooh, you're the one of those traditional priests. You want to take us way back to the Latin Mass. I don't. I just want to do what the church asks. And then you're going to counter and say, yeah, but Vatican II said we got to turn the altar around. You want to know something crazy? It didn't. It didn't say one thing about turning the altar around. So then you say, well, why did we turn it around? You should see at the 8.30 when I said that. This guy was like, what? <laughs> I, why did they turn it around? I don't know. Why did they throw out statues? I don't know. Why did they tear down high altars? I don't know. Why did priests dress in camouflage? I don't know. We did a lot of weird things in the 60s and 70s and 80s. We did. I'm just trying to rectify the liturgy to get it to what the church asks of us. So that we can, we can worship properly. It's not a performance up here. It's a sacrificial offering. Do you remember when the Jews, in, in, at Passover, right? What happens? They bring, the family brings a lamb. And they give it to who? The priest. And the priest sacrifices the lamb on behalf of them. Today we're going to bring up bread and wine. Which is the people of God bringing forth the sacrifice to give it to the ministerial priest. To offer it to the Father on behalf of all of us. And we offer the one true lamb of God. And it's our sacrifice. Remember I say, pray brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Father Almighty. We're doing it together. Just two more little quick things I want to help you out here, right? If I, just to, this, is, this is not rocket science. I'm not trying to confuse you, okay? If, I, if we were on a, on a trip, we were hiking up a mountain, and I was the guide. I knew where to go. Would I be in the front or the back? What? Front, thank you, okay? Now, if I'm the guide and I know where we're going and I'm going up the mountain, would I walk with my back to you or would I turn around and face you and walk backwards up the mountain? I'd walk with my back to you. Now, you're at a concert, okay? Does the performer face you or face the arena wall? Faces you. Why? Because they're performing for you. This is not a performance. And if you see it as that, yes, you will be bored. And you won't get much out of it. But if you see it as it truly is, a sacrificial offering to the Father of His Son in the power of the Holy Spirit, then maybe you'll get something more out of it. So, next weekend, 
This is why I had to stay and preach. Next weekend, we are going to try it. Okay, now before everybody freaks out, it's just for next weekend. I want to see what you guys think. I want you to get an experience of it, to feel it, to feel the movement, the power of the Mass. And then we'll make decisions after that. And what greater feast to do it on than the Feast of Corpus Christi? What is the sacrifice, is the Eucharist that we offer to the Father in the greatest act of worship that God gave the human race? The Mass.